would like to welcome everybody this morning. We got a just a fantastic crowd. I appreciate everybody making an effort to be here and just a whole pile of kids up here and I just that's uh that's just a great way to start the day off, just seeing these kids up here and uh enjoying themselves and <laughs> but we uh we look forward to just having a great day in the Lord and uh, I feel like I repeat myself a lot, but when I get up here I just uh kinda of thinking ahead to the service and uh looking forward to uh the conviction going out like it does every service somebody has an opportunity and I just uh it's there for him. I just hope uh, maybe today we can get over that hump and see some people move and uh, see some people saved and get where they need to be today. But uh, that's uh, really all I got. I'm Master Brother Neil. Dismiss us at Sunday school. Glad to be in the Lord's house this morning, and uh, I guess sometimes, probably, we don't trust the Lord as much as we ought to, because it's real hard on the flesh to try to do anything for the Lord. Uh, and everybody has that. We have a warfare, and. Uh, we got to get ourselves out of the way. We're our lesson this morning is in the eleventh chapter of the book of Luke, and it starts at the fifth verse. But talking about prayer, yet last week we had the Lord's prayer, and uh, and this is still talking about prayer. If we're not, I thought this week, if we're not real careful, we take. God and prayer for granted. Uh, 
And, and I was thinking prayer is the greatest, one of the greatest gifts that anybody could have, that any human could have. It's, it's mind-boggling, if, if you want to say that, use that word, but it's mind-boggling that somebody like me can talk to God. But he give us, if we've been saved by the grace of God, he's give us everyone that same privilege and uh, it, that same gift. We can, all, we can all humble our hearts and talk to God when we've got a need and he'll hear us. He, he said he would. He said, ask and you shall receive. That's a, that's a promise. I want, to read, I want to read a couple of verses in the first chapter of Second Peter before I start on this lesson. The third verse, and I use this verse quite often, but I, I, I don't, can't never quote all of it, but it said, According as his divine power hath given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him that hath called us to glory and virtue, he's given us everything we need for time and eternity. He when we got saved, we got heaven. That's signed, sealed, and, and delivered. We're going. That's, that's just positive. But he also gave us the ability to, to talk to him. He gave, us, he gave us his word. We can study that. He gave us the church to be a, a part of. And, and all, the, all the great things that God's given us. But he's given us a, by his Divine power, he's given us all these things. The fourth verse said, whereby, because, because he give us all these things, whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises that by these you might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. He'd give us these great and precious promises. He said, he said, I'll never leave you and I'll never forsake you. He said, ask and you shall receive. And uh, he said, if, we, if two or three gather in my name, there am I in the midst. So we could, have, we could have a whole house full of people and just two or three come in the name of Jesus. And he said he'd be there. So uh, he's, he's give us everything that we need, every promise that we need, some of, those, some of those promises are up to us whether we collect on them or not. He told me to ask and I'd receive. If I don't ask and I don't receive, then that's my fault. Or if I ask, if I ask a miss, James talked about that, if I ask a miss, and, and don't receive, that's my fault. So, uh, in, the, in, the fifth, in the 11th chapter of Luke, the 5th verse, And he said unto them, Which of you shall have a friend, and shall go unto him at midnight, and say unto him, Friend, lend me three loaves? We've ever won, probably, had friends in this life that, that's let us down sometime or other. Or maybe, 
you went and asked them something, they'd say, no, I ain't, I, I, ain't, I ain't got it or I can't get it or whatever. Just didn't have what you needed or couldn't give it to you or couldn't help you. Have you ever, have you ever went to God, and I'm talking serious right out of your heart, and He didn't answer? I've been saved, I've been saved since I was 15 years old, and every time I've humbled my heart and called on God with a need, He was there. And there's been a lot of times that I've had a need in my life, and He was there even before that need got there. He knew what I needed before I needed it. And He showed up ahead of time to help me get through it. So we've got a great God and He's given us all these great and precious promises and He'll keep every one of them. He's never, he's never failed. And like the song they sang, I failed Him a bunch of times. I couldn't number the times that I failed the Lord. But he never has failed me. Not once. Even when I've been wrong, he was here telling me I was in the wrong place that I was his. And, uh, so, this, this fella said, which, which of you shall have a friend and shall go unto him at midnight and say unto him, friend, lend me three loaves? For a friend of mine in his journey has come to me and I have nothing to set before him. And, he went to Boris three loaves of bread, sounds like. He had he, he needed to feed some people and uh and didn't have nothing to feed them. And uh of course his friend was in the bed that he was wanted to borrow from and uh listen to what he said. And he from within shall answer and say, Trouble me not, the door is now shut, and my children are with me in bed. I cannot rise and give thee. Had an excuse. And we make it we make excuses sometimes. I when God when God wants us to do something, when God wants us to testify or or whatever, any whatever our job is, God God give us a little something to do and we'll make excuses. Well, so, so and so do that better than me or, or Lord, I can't do that. Moses, Moses did that when God called him at the burning bush. He said, Lord, I can't, I can't speak. I'm a man with a stammering tongue. I can't speak. And God told him, said, I'll, I'll take care of that. I'll send Aaron with you and he can, he can talk for you. And uh, Jeremiah said about the same thing. He said, I'm a child. I can't do that. God said, you will go where I send you and you will say what I give you and, and don't fear their faces because I'm with you. And uh, so God's give us everything we need if we trust Him. And it's hard. It's, this, this guy right here is not saved. And he'll, he'll throw all kinds of roadblocks in the way of us doing God's work. All kinds of excuses why we can't do it. And in the flesh, we can't do it. Now, I, I realize, like, trying to teach Sunday school, 
I got a, I got a lesson I'm supposed to teach every Sunday. And I got to study it a little bit. That's using this mind here. But when we go through that and study it, we got to try to try the very best we can to get our heart humble and let God use us and give us what He needs out of that. And that worries me every Sunday. But anyway, uh, we make excuses when God calls on us. And, uh, and we'll give excuses to people sometimes when it's inconvenient for us. That this fellow was in the bed, he didn't want to get up. But if you read on down here, and we will in a minute, he finally did get up and give it to him. Now, we, we as people might need two or three uh, requests from somebody, or somebody just keep asking us and keep pushing us and keep, keep after us, to get us to do something. God's not that way. Now, I, I, I want to... Sometimes God, God will answer our prayers before we ask them. And, uh, but a point I want to make on that, if, if I've prayed, I know, I know two or three different people that are in this church right now that I prayed for for years they, when they were lost. I had a burden for them for a long time. And they finally got saved. But I kept praying for them. And now God didn't get tired of hearing me pray is why He, why he reached them people. Yeah, I, believe, I believe every time, if God gives you a burden for somebody... And He'll let you pray for them right out of your heart. I believe every time He'll answer that prayer. He'll reach those people, give them their opportunity. God don't make anybody get saved. I don't. I, I, I heard people say back when I was young, you don't hear this anymore but, that I know of, but I've heard it said by people way back that if, if you live for God when you uh, the very best you can, your kids are going to get saved. He prom they, they, some of them claim that God promised them that. God didn't promise that. But He said if, if we train them up in the way they should go, when they grow old, they'll not depart from it. That teaching will stay with them. The thing of it is, in order for a person to get saved, I don't care who they are or who their parents are. They have to answer the call when God reaches out to them and convicts their heart. They got to do the same thing every one of us done. Come to Jesus. And they got to make that choice for themselves. God, God don't twist nobody's arm and make them go. But anybody got a comment? Yep. 
And the greatest, the greatest need we ever had was salvation. We needed, we needed a way to go to heaven, a way to get out of going to hell. And Jesus fixed that for us. Besides, besides that, he left a church here. There was a church here in Lima, Ohio in 1956 when I was lost that preached the gospel to me and I got saved. That same church, that same church is still here. The people, there's a few of us still here that was there then. We was kids back then, but uh, those people, those people that were in the church then, that were the pillars of the church. I, I was telling Imogene last night. I, I was thinking, maybe Wednesday night or something, about when back when I first got saved, and right a little while after that, seemed like every time you went to church. There was somebody shouting. Somebody got saved. And the church, the church was moving real great. And the, and the church is still moving great. I'm not, I'm not saying it's not. The church is still moving great. But some of us ain't moving as good as we ought to, in my opinion, but failing the Lord. But anyway... Those people, what I started out to say, those people that were in the church back then are still part of this church. In Revelation, John wrote, said, Blessed are the dead that die in the Lord from henceforth. Yea, saith the Spirit, that they may rest from their labors, and their works do follow them. So those people got some works that's still going on right here today. And uh if it wasn't for if it wasn't for them people in the church back then, I wouldn't have got saved. I wouldn't have been at church. So and we got a lot of people here could say the same thing. I say unto you, though he will not rise and give him, because he is his friend, yet because of his importunity he will rise and give him as many as he needeth. Now we might do that if we if if we've got what the person wanted, just because they bothered us enough. There's there's one in there about a, a scripture in there about a judge that the woman kept after and kept after and kept after, and he finally done what she wanted, just because she kept after him. God's not that way. It, it, ain't, it ain't how many times you pray to God about something or whether He answers it or not. But if you've got a burden for something, God wants you to keep praying for it. And, and we're here. The church, the church is in the world to be the light to the world and to be a help to our people try to get them saved. That means, first of all, i got to live right. And then I got to come to church and try my very best to do what God gives me to do. And I get, I say every Sunday that getting saved is the best thing ever happened to me. 
And that's the absolute, that's the absolute truth. There's nothing better this side of heaven than being saved by the grace of God. But my life, my life ought to back up what my mouth says. If I'm going to talk the talk, I need to walk the walk. It says the saying goes. And we need to, we need to do the very best we can to prove to our people that what we got is real. And the best way we can do that is follow the Lord. Anybody got anything? But now, like I said a while ago, God, sometimes God will call every time. I believe, I believe God calls people every time we have a church service. I believe God, God's got a purpose in it. And He fulfills His purpose. Now, the Bible said it wasn't His will that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Now, He wants everybody to get saved. And He don't exclude anybody. And back in, in Proverbs, He said, Unto you, O man, I call, and my voice is unto the sons of man. And God's calling every time, I believe every time the church comes together and the Spirit moves, if the Gospel's preached, God calls somebody. He gives somebody an opportunity. And it's, it's entirely up to them then what they do with that opportunity. <clears throat> and I say unto you, <clears throat> ask and it shall be given you. Seek and you shall find. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. Promises of God. Ask and you shall receive. Absolute, an absolute promise. It ain't maybe. Now sometimes it's maybe whether I get myself in position to talk to God or not. Sometimes it's maybe whether I'm in shape to give a testimony or whatever. But God never is maybe. It's either it's either yes or no. And not. And God <clears throat> so he said ask and you shall receive. Now you can you can go back to that scripture I me I mentioned a while ago in James. He said you ask you ask and have not because you ask amiss that you might consume it on your own lust. So we can we can ask for things for the wrong reason. If just hypothetically, if if I were if I were a preacher and and I was I was trying trying to pray and I and I was doing this so that I could build me up to be something. Then I'm praying for the wrong reason, and God ain't gonna, God ain't even going to hear that. If I if what I'm doing for God, whatever job I'm in, and I started out talking about how hard it is to get up here and do anything for God, if if I'm praying, God, I need your help, then I better I better be praying because I want to glorify His name in everything that I do. 
If I'm saying, Lord, help me so that somebody can pat me on the back and say how good a job you've done, then that's for the wrong reason. We're here as a church to glorify God. And I believe, I believe if somebody does a good job, you ought to tell them. I'm not against that. But it's for the glory, all of this is for the glory of God. For everyone that asketh receiveth, and he that seeketh findeth, and to him that knocketh it shall be opened. So God, <clears throat> what better promise could you have? When I, the day that I got saved, I'll, I'll use me for an example. The day that I got saved, when I stepped out, I was about three or four rows back over on this side in that little block building on Albert Street. And when I stepped out from my seat and headed for the altar, I don't remember saying a thing out of my mouth to God. But there was volumes coming from down here. I wanted, I wanted to be saved and uh, and God knew that. And the Spirit, the Bible said, the Spirit maketh intercession for us with groanings that cannot be uttered. And did you ever, did you ever get down to pray and couldn't say a word and just cry? Them some of the times that I've, I've had a few times like that in my life and them some of the closest times I've ever had with God. And I, I never, I never said a word. But God knows what we need, and He'll He'll deliver right on time. I like talk about me when I'm studying the Sunday school lesson. <clears throat> I like, I would like. Usually, usually right after Sunday school, I sit down down here and I'll look up the next week's lesson to see where it's at and I'll look to see what it is. <clears throat> I would like right then for God to really give me something to talk about the next week. And then I wouldn't have to worry all week. Uh, sometimes it's kind of hard to come up with what you're going to do. And uh, sometimes... Sometimes you don't have that till after you get up here. But God comes through. I like that song Joe sings. Here, down the road, here comes Jesus right on time. He's never, he's never failed me. Now, like I said, I've failed him. But he's never failed me. When, when I got my heart where it ought to be, he was there. And will be there. He, he's already there. It just takes me getting in shape for him to use me. If a son shall ask bread of any of you that is a father, will he give him a stone? Or if he ask a fish, will he for a fish give him a serpent? And our, 
we want, I don't know, I, I, I suppose everybody else is like me. I always, I thought when I got married and we started having kids and I wanted my kids to have better than I did. And, uh, and I still do. But they can't get no better than what I got down in here. And they, they've all three said they've been saved. Uh, sometimes, sometimes maybe don't prove that, but now my, my life ain't never proved it all the time either. But I'd like nothing better than for them to live for the Lord and, and, uh, do the very best they can. But that's between them and the Lord. But we want, we want, and if we want to give the best we can to our children, we worry, we worry about financial things and education and, and those things, those things need to be took care of. I'm not talking down to any of that. Those things need to be taken care of. But the greatest thing, the greatest thing that we can do for our kids is to bring them to church. Teach them, let them know that they need Jesus. And uh, anybody got a comment? So if if a son asks you for something, why you try your best to give it to him if it if it's if if you consider it's good for him. Uh, sometimes kids want to get into stuff that ain't good for them, and you gotta you gotta say no. And God does the same thing with us. If we're not careful, we'll try to get into stuff that we ain't got no business, and God will put the brakes on. He'll tell us no. Or if he shall ask an egg, will he offer him a, serp, a scorpion? If ye then, being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to them that ask him? And uh, there's a, a scripture maybe in Matthew saying the same thing here, but it, it don't say Holy Spirit. It said, how much, how much more will your heavenly Father give you good gifts? I believe something like that. And uh, so God, God will take care of us. And he knows, he knows our needs without us asking. He knows everything we have need of. And he's willing to supply those needs. The Bible said he'd supply all our needs according to his riches and glory. And from a spiritual standpoint, he supplied every need I had that Sunday morning in 1956 for time and eternity. He gave, he gave me what I needed to get through this life. And I'm not talking about finances and stuff. I'm talking about what he put down in here. He gave me what I needed to make it through this life. 
and to get over on the other side. So he supplied every need that I had. Besides that, the natural things, I believe God supplies all of those. If I've got anything at all, God gave it to me. If you've got anything at all, God gave it to you. And we might say, well, I, I work every day and I earn every, every penny I get. That's a bad attitude to have. God can take that away from you. Th those are all a job, health and strength, being able to do those things. Those are all the gifts of God. The Bible said every good and every perfect gift come down from above from the Father of lights in whom is no variableness nor shadow of turning. Everything we got came from God. So what do I owe him? David said, what shall I render unto the Lord for all his benefits toward me? You can't count God's benefits. There's no way to number them. But you can do like David. <clears throat> he said, I'll take the cup of salvation and I'll pay my vows now in the presence of all his people. And how many of us, how many of us has told God sometime in our life, Lord, if you'll help me just this one time, I'll do anything you want me to. I've told God that a lot of times. And then failed it miserably. But if we would pay our vows to God this morning, in the service this morning, We'd ever want to pay our vows to God, get our hearts where they where we can in tune with heaven, and let God use us and pay our vows. We'd have a hallelujah meeting, and we might we probably will anyway. I'm I'm expecting a good meeting, and uh, not not because I'm anywhere as close as I need to be. I could get a lot closer. But because I got a great God that loves me, and He loves the church, and I believe, I believe God wants to open the windows of heaven and, and just pour out the blessings on us if if we get in the place where He needs us to be. My blessings that come from God are contingent on me. Oh. And we got, we got a great church, and I say this regular, as good a church as I've ever seen anywhere. And and I'm proud to be I'm proud to be a member of this church. God's blessed us beyond measure. Got a great pastor. All kinds of people that can sing, do all kinds of different things, and God's give us everything we need. That's because he loves us. It ain't it ain't because it ain't because I we've all lived perfect and, and God's rewarding us for living so good. 
And He does do that, but God loves us. And He wants us to, He wants us to be what He put us here for. To be a light to the world. Anybody got anything? But prayer is a great privilege. And we shouldn't, if, if, if everybody's like me, and I hope they're not, uh, a lot of times maybe God will, God will put it on my mind to pray. And I said, well, when I get done with what I'm doing, I'll do it. And by the time I get done with whatever I'm doing, it's gone. Or he'll tell me to read it. I better go read my Bible a little bit or study my Sunday school lesson. I'll doing something else and put it off and then it's gone. So we ought to do what God gives us to do when He gives it to us. And He'll bless us for doing it. That's all I got.